0: la It is week one of July and
1: this month, our motto is tribe. It's tribe July because it takes
0: a village. Yes, we all know that it takes a village, whether you are a mother or just a woman in general. You need your tribe. You need your village to help support you, to lean on. They need you. It's just crucial. I'm so excited because our first episode of the
1: month, we're kicking it off with Monique Dowdy, who is a mindset and self-love coach. We're in Costa Rica. Kicking it. It's beautiful. And this week you can
0: expect to hear us talk about... How Mo walked away from stability to move abroad. The choice to cut the cord with her child's father before her child's birth. Encouraging women to reimagine what their
1: white picket fence looks like. The tribe and village Mo has cultivated for herself and her unborn baby
0: in Costa Rica. And why men need healing now. Not later, right now. Right the fuck now. Um, We hope you guys enjoy this episode and the rest of the month, because we have some really amazing, incredible guests and friends coming on the show. So enjoy. Enjoy, enjoy.
1: Welcome back to Good Moms, Bad Choices. I'm Erica. And I'm Mila. And it's Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, y'all.
0: We are reporting live from the jungle of Costa Rica.
1: Yes, we are in Limon on the Caribbean side of Costa Rica. We have been traveling for 10 days now, or 9 days, 10 days, and we is very happy. (laughs) And moisturized. Very happy, very moisturized, and glowing. (laughs) We found the black people, and you can't tell us we're not local Costa Ricans. Nope. I am a tika. <laughs> Yo soy un tika. <laughs> <laughs> Today's a special episode because we are joined by my very, very, very good friend that I've known a long time, Monique. Hi, girl. Hi, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey, hey, girl. <laughs> hey girl. Hey. Okay. I am Nurse Mo. So we're going to hear about her journeys and her travels, but first... Are you going to shuffle our tarot cards, my love?
0: Yes, please. I'm not prepared.
1: And today we're going to really be using, we're going to really be putting our tarot, which psychic abilities to the test because we don't have our beloved tarot.com <laughs> <laughs> to assist us because both of our cameras are being utilized for this production that is also being held up by a coffee cup, a hamper, a chair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And many, many things, because that's what happens on vacation. You get shit done, even when you forget the SD card and other important things.
0: Um, Would you like to pull the card, my love? Yes. Mom? Can I pull it from anywhere? Yeah, sure. Okay. I feel really called to pull it from the middle. What is it?
2: Night of Brooms.
0: The Night of Brooms. So, the Night of Brooms, according to...
1: It's a voice standing on top of a big truck holding up a broom and I think the broom is something different
0: usually. So, the gifts of this card is energy, creativity, passion, swift, strength, enthusiasm. Your confidence levels rise to the surface and you'll feel ready to take on the world. Some feel uplifted and refreshed by your presence, others may feel threatened or annoyed. Mm. But nothing can hold you back right now. Nope. Mm. Can nobody hold me back? Oh, no. I got to keep on moving. (laughs) Broken. Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The challenges of this card is restlessness, Mm. impatience, destructive powers, cruelty, intolerance, and prejudice. Ooh. Okay. So just be mindful of that. Okay. All right. Do you have an affirmation for us today?
2: Mm
1: -hmm. okay tell the people what's today's affirmation
0: oh
2: i am free it feels good to be me i I am free free. it feels feels good good to to be me me. i ain't gotta work for nobody
1: i I ain't gotta work for nobody (laughs) i like to add that one on that's one of my favorite ones i like that speaking of that We've been friends for such a long time and yes. I've, I've seen your journey and it's crazy like I know so Mo is also friends with my other best friend who is my college roommate. Mira. Shout out to Mira. Hey Mira. Mm-hmm. So, and it's such a small world. I have so many people from Philly and both my parents are from Philly so I but I know you started as a nurse. You went to Hampton. Mm-hmm. You started out as a nurse and then you became a travel nurse. Oh, yeah. And then you retired from that, yeah. And I know now, you know, you're in the jungle, living your best jungle life with your armpit hairs. I do have armpit hair. They're really cute. Do you Ooh. want? It? Should I show them? Sure, show the people. If you're on Patreon, you have the pleasure of seeing not only this beautiful woman glowing and pregnant, right. but now we're gonna see her armpit hairs that Ooh. she's so gracious. I'm so
0: her. excited about this. <laughs> I was telling Jamila yesterday. I was like, you know, if I moved here, I think like my armpit hair wouldn't be as cute as. Mo. <laughs> I was like, Mo has really cute armpit hair our Airbnb host has really cute armpit hair. <laughs> it's like very delicate. My shirt, as I'm looking it's at my, my armpit, armpit, look at this, it's so aggressive and black. <laughs> Maybe because I've been shaving for too long. Maybe yeah. if I like let, let it, it you go. Kind of
1: let... I always find once you come, I've tried to do it a couple times in my adulthood, but I feel like once you get past a certain level, then it gets kind of like, oh, it's kind of
2: cute when it like it softens was... up and gets like to a certain length. It's At first, it's a little aggressive. <laughs> it's a big commitment. Like you have to just Be in it, you know, (laughs) because every day I would get in the shower and be like, all right, today's the day that I'm going (laughs) to shave. And then I had to commit. And, you know, I think one of my most inspirational moments where I like ask multiple men here, like, what do you think about <laughs> armpit hair? I've always wanted to have armpit hair. And they're like, honey, I'm wild. Or baby, I'm wild. And
0: I laugh. I'm like, okay, that sounds cute. I want to be wild. Well, so- you're asking the men of here. If you ask the men of Los Angeles, California, they're going to tell you to shave that shit. I wouldn't shit. ask
2: the men of Los Angeles, California <laughs> shit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I second that, I second that. <laughs> But, you know, niggas always act like they give a fuck about certain shit. They, and don't then, they don't care. Never in history
1: has a nigga said, I'm not getting any pussy today because your armpit hair is too long.
0: <laughs> uh, did
2: you ever see um, Cat Williams? I love Cat Williams. Oh, hey, Cat. Yeah. Mm. He said not no nigga in this world ain't going to fuck you because your hands and feet don't, don't, don't match. match. <laughs> yes, I do love Cat Williams. Yeah, I do, too.
1: So tell us about your journey. Tell us how you've come to the jungle
2: and decided to root here. Are you rooting here? So that's a good question because I, um, mama's a rolling stone, you know, wherever I lay my laptop, that's my home. <laughs> and, you know, I retired when I was 30. I knew that that career wasn't going to work for me. And I started doing speaking and. You
0: retired as a, a nurse. A nurse, uh-huh. yeah.
2: I saw nurses, like, hobbling about, and what I was... What is a
0: traveling... Can you... I've always wondered what a traveling nurse is. Okay. Like, can hey, you... Do you just go to local hospitals no, and nurse? No. Like, <laughs>
2: <what>? <laughs> So it could be a lot of different ways, and keep in mind, healthcare has changed significantly in the last three years. Um, and I feel like I've always had a connection with spirit, and I was able to get out when it was time. So I got out of the game when it was time. But, you know, 2014, right around the time I left Atlanta, I started travel nursing, which is basically when you go... From different hospital to different hospital with contracts. Oh. Okay. So I would be booked somewhere for three months at a time, working on a specific unit. My specialty was neurosurgical intensive care. That's I'm a, a smart test. bitch. Yeah, That's I'm a, a smart test. bitch. Don't get me fucked up. Like no, nah, I'm, I'm a smart. B- I, am. I am. I am. But um, I worked cardiac ICU. I worked in liver transplant. Hence why I don't drink. I worked in medical surgical, I worked all over, and I worked at these different places in the US, and they would pay my rent for my food, and I would work three days a week, 12 long hour shifts, sometimes 13, 14, and I made really great money, and I got to really help people in the best way that I could during that time. So it was a really awesome career, and I gave most of my 20s to it. I gave most of my 20s to nursing. Mm And, you know, when I, I left the bedside for an 11 month journey to just travel and to start hosting retreats, and I was starting to grow as an influencer and as a speaker, and I really used that time to tap in. And I remember going back to work and Rebecca on my unit asked me if I could, Becky asked me if I could do a care plan. And it was like three o'clock in the morning and I had been off work for seven months. And I remember my patients were super cool. They were happy, they were clean, they were like all good on the monitor. And somebody was here, Becky comes telling me what to do. And I just was like, do your own care plan, Rebecca. And I was like, oh shit, I have to leave here. Like I can't do this kind of work anymore. I also felt like ethical imbalance in the western healthcare system and how I was treating myself with natural modalities to heal myself and I wasn't able to Did present that? that in the hospital. I got written up for praying with people, I played the sound bowls, I got in trouble for doing that. So I was after a while I was just was kind of like fuck this. So I planned to take 3 months to go to Bali in April of 2019 and my plan was to come back in September and I haven't been back 2 years later. Wow. So fast forward to here, you know, I was living my life as a digital entrepreneur. I lived in Portugal, Nicaragua, Bali. I had the whole fucking eat, pray, love experience with my finance ex-partner, Jacob. Hey, Jacob, I love you deeply. I like really lived a good, fun life. When the pandemic happened in 2020, I was no longer able to host retreats. And I had this mantra called everything must go. Everything in my life was falling away from me. My career that I had built, I was working as an influencer to host retreats, but I didn't have the autonomy that I wanted. So it was like, all right, you ain't got no master no more, but you still ain't free. Mm -hmm. My clients would hire me and be like, we really love you. We love your vibe. We love how free and open you are. And we want you to host this retreat or do this workshop. Oh, but that's too free. Like, don't talk about psychedelics. Don't talk about... Polyamory, Don't talk about, you know what I mean? It was always like a restriction there. So in like November of 2020, all of my shit had been canceled, all of my retreats. All of my influencer work, all the shit that didn't really feel like it was me, fell away. And I mean, it was a process. It was a full ego death of like, I'm no longer nurse. I'm no longer influencer. I'm no longer retreat host. And I'm sure that happened to a lot of people in 2020. So it was like, who the fuck am I like Mm. with all this? So while a lot of people were trying to like resist and do a lot of different things in 2020, I was just like... I'm gonna do yoga and like paint <laughs> and figure out the answers to this and that's that was a luxury that I had from being a little smart financially and yeah, I was gonna
0: ask you that because I think that that's like the biggest thing that like people feel like tethered to their world back home because finances yeah. like people like I can't like either they haven't saved or they don't know how like how their life will shift once they they get to the other side. I'll
2: definitely say, like, what helped me was that I got this job, right? And I wanted a stable career during the pandemic. So I took this job as a director of nursing and it paid really fucking good. It paid six figures. It was remote. It was amazing. And I wanted stability. Six weeks later, they fired me like off rip. And I was like, just for because my job was done. So stability is a mental feeling. It's not really anything that a number value can get it. So I made a decision back when I was like 26 that I was never gonna be broke again. And when I left my nursing job, I made a decision that I was never going to be broke again, ever. And I know it sounds really simple, but it was a mental decision because as a nurse, I made really good money. But as a hustler, as an entrepreneur, as a digital entrepreneur, I figured shit out. Right. And that was really that. So yeah, I think for people out there who are wanting to take the leap, that hate Rebecca asking them when they're gonna do their care plan or when they're clocking them and when they're gonna do their deliverables and things like that is like, take that energy and turn that, that make that alchemy into something that's magic, like that you really enjoy. Bottle that up and spend more time and energy on your own passion and make that into something that you can sell, that you can offer people and you'll always be blessed and have everything you need. I also think the mindset in the States is that you need a lot in order to be happy, like I haven't been able to order shit on Amazon since I've been here, or like and shop was, as much. I was
0: asking, Ma, I was like, "How do you get mail?" And she's like, "We don't. I, I was don't. Like, what you mean?" She's like, "We <laughs> don't. There, I, there are no addresses. You just share your location." Yeah, and, yeah.
2: There's uh, no. You'd be like, "I live in the brown house next to the Duende Market or whatever." Like, you know. I mean, even
0: this house, they're like, uh, "Put in ways La Pulperia." Yeah. Uh, next to La Cabaña. I was like, "Oh shit. Okay. Well, here we go." And then so, it was right <laughs> when I came here. I came here in 2020.
2: My relationship had fell away. All of my obligations had fell away and I was like, I'm not going to go back and work as a nurse in the hospital. So I came here to visit my child's father and we were just really good friends and he invited me here to stay and he asked me what my intentions were before coming. And I told him I just really wanted a place to like relax and heal. And the space of the United States was in such a way of disconnect. Like I'm very touchy and you've seen me hug a million people and them hold me and snuggle me. And that wasn't the frequency in the United States. That wasn't the vibration there. And I was literally feeling like I was dying because I couldn't have real human connection during COVID. So I came here January 1st, 2021. But before that I had a really beautiful experience with psilocybin that gave me all of the answers i needed to know what i needed to know. So when i get confused about things, i go to plant medicine or i go inward, i go deep into meditation. I blindfold myself, I shut out the world and tap into my third eye or my intuition. And this time i decided to do that with mushrooms and at the time i had a large lump in my breast and i was living in LA. All my money and career had fell away. And my relationship was falling away. So I asked God, where does my physical body need to be? And there was no answer. So I ate the mushrooms (laughs) and sat in the house. And the answer that I got was in Mother Nature. And the answer that I really got was that I needed to surrender and accept support. And I sat on my balcony pissed from those answers, like smoking weed, like, what the fuck? Like, what you mean I need to surrender and like accept support? Aries? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, I'm ready to get a big bag. I'm ready to, I'm thinking I'm gonna get a download about like where my next business move is. And it was like, be still. So I come to Costa Rica December 28th with one suitcase packed for my now child's father, at the time, friend. I had a blender, a juicer, all kind of fucking shit in my bag that he had me bring with his selfish ass. I, that was ridiculous. <laughs> and it was ridiculous. And I brought it, but and now I understand why it was such an important thing to bring because living here, getting things is so hard. I got here and um, stayed two nights in San Jose. I got to Le bon And my driver said to me, you not coming back. You are gonna be here.
0: Mm.
2: And I had a really beautiful plan. Like I was gonna come here for 10 days and then figure out where I was gonna be, like where I was gonna land for the next two years. Like I was just auditioning places to figure out where I was gonna live. I know I'm not gonna live in the United States because I don't feel like you can raise sovereign black children there. So that was never an option. Bali was an option, Colombia was an option, and here wasn't even a radar. So I come here for 10 days with my cute little away luggage, all right? Little suitcase, couple flip flops, whatever. Five days in, I'm like, I can't leave. I was in the process of taking over a meditation studio with my good friend in Philly. We were merging. I called her up and I was I'm not coming home. So my taxi driver was right. Mm-hmm. I ended up staying. What, um, what happened in those five days? That I made a mental decision in five days, but in 15 days I made a decision that I was going to stay. And what happened was I connected with the elements here. And y'all can call me a hippie dippy weirdo, but land speaks to you. Like it actually speaks to you when you can hear it when you're disconnected from 5G and Gucci and, and Chanel and who's wearing this and who's doing that, when you're really plugged into what's real, what's natural. And this land was like, you need to be here. And I kept getting calls of like, I kept seeing beautiful black children that were free. Mm. And I was like, I want to be a mother now. And I thought about the feeling that I would feel when I got off the plane. Because in those 10, 15 days that I was deciding to live here, someone was always cooking at my house or there was always community around. And I was seeing people parent in a way that I was like, fuck yes, I could do that. Kids at a party strapped to your chest, why are you getting it? You know, I'm down with that. This looks like a vibe to me. This it looks like what I want. Seeing, you know, different dynamics of relationships and just seeing free children. Mm. It was enough for me so I called up all of the support and did what I never did and asked people for help mm. So one of my homegirls moved me out of my house everything I mean she was throwing away my vibrators <sighs> oh, you did not go back to I do didn't go head back head to do mm-hmm. any of it No I was too scared that my
0: fre- not scared but I knew that you feel the frequency here You're right Well I, when I was ta- I think I was telling you guys this last night in the pool I was just saying that like you get... The fear that I feel that fear and I like going back home and like you become unpresent again Mm -hmm. and the feeling that you feel while you're here lessons and lessons and you start to make excuses for your why you can't do something why it can't be real oh wait I'll get there I'll get back and then a year later you're back right into the grind and nothing has progressed yeah
2: so yeah for me it was just like if I'm going back home I'm going back for stuff Mm-hmm. And I didn't really give a fuck about that stuff anymore.
0: What was it like asking for help for someone? Oh. Like, can we tell people what's your sign?
2: I'm an Aries. I'm an Aries moon, Aries rising, and Gemini, whatever it is. Uh, Aries, 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 Gemini. So I'm headstrong and I don't like help. I like to do shit myself. I'm an independent woman. Um, so what was that like? I mean, was
0: it really difficult or was, or did you did It you felt feel easy. easy? It felt easy. It
2: felt easy. For the first time in my life, everything felt easy. You know, I encourage everyone out there to like look at the signs in their life. When people are leaving, like, okay, cool, but look to see what's replacing that. When your stuff is leaving, You look to see what's replacing that. So like for me, it was just like, okay, I called my homegirl up. I called her like my godmother in L.A. And she's an older woman who I really look up to. Not much older. She's in her 40s. And I was just like, look, I can't come back. And I was like, I just I don't want to come back. And she was like, I feel you. What can I do? And for the first time, I was like, I need you to move all of my shit out of my house. What's the easiest way I can do this? And I started with, can I pay you? Can I do this? And she said, listen, there's these people on earth that exist to be earth angels to you. Literally, that is what we're here for. So let us do that. And then maybe you can do that for someone else. Mm. And that time in my life was just like, whoa, because the way that people were, everything was getting out of my way. And now I know why, like this baby really wanted to be here and I had to give up everything, (laughs) like everything so that I could have this baby. But the process actually was really easy. And that was something that I saw in my mushroom trip was that I was like super resistant, resistant. And then when I surrendered and relaxed, I was able to elevate into something much higher. And I'm seeing that in real life now.
0: You saying that like you had to give up everything for this, for your child, Mm -hmm. like your son is going to meet like the purest form of you, Mm -hmm. or at least the work in progress of getting to that, you know? Like he's meeting such a different mom than he may would have met like in any other scenario. Yeah,
2: for sure, because in any other scenario, I make peace with a lot of things in my life that way because I had to relax so that I can create him and make him. I had to relax, I had to give up things. I had to let go of how much is getting done and what numbers are in the bank and what numbers are in crypto and what is, how organized my house is and just let him come in. And yeah, I do it again, twice. I give up all my shit (laughs) so that, and I haven't even met him yet, so.
0: How many months pregnant are you?
2: I'm five months pregnant. I have not had one day of morning sickness. Amazing. Yeah. Lucky, Uh, lucky. Yeah, so I will share this. I've worked with all naturopathic and spiritual midwives around the process because I don't feel like birth is a health issue or a health concern unless you have underlying issues
0: and that is me speaking as a medical professional. So my mom always says that pregnancy is a sign of health. It is. Mm-hmm. Like people, yeah. people always treat pregnant women as like decrepit or handicapped or like something is wrong. Like but that's the greatest sign
2: of health. Right. So, me and Soul, that's my baby, we have gone surfing, we have done waterfall hikes, we have traveled to Guatemala, we have been on boats, we have seen snakes. Like, we live a pretty adventurous life. And my friends who are pregnant, a lot of people who are pregnant right now are quarantine babies in the States. A lot of them are really struggling with gestational diabetes or having to induce labor and things. For me, it was more of like, as soon as I found out I was pregnant six weeks, I decided to give the baby an identity and decide that there was two of us. And that was one of the things that my spiritual midwife at the time talked to me about, was saying that like a lot of women receive issues or their issues seem heightened during pregnancy because they haven't fully acknowledged the soul that's coming into their body. And for me, it was just like, okay, it's two of us now. We going to lunch, we doing this. <laughs> and it also made it a lot easier to cut people off. And it's been a really beautiful process because I can be naked a lot. I have to pee all the time and I can pee outside. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's never a place I can't really pee. You know, my feet swell from time to time, but I don't wear shoes. Like I don't have to wear shoes everywhere. And if I'm tired, I go to sleep. Like that's it. If I'm hungry, I eat. Like it's been a nice process because I've been, forced to listen to my body and I have the luxury of creating life at a time that that's all I have to do
1: that's so beautiful I'm just so happy for you and like what a blessing that soul's gonna get you in this form and after you've done you know so much work and that you're you know you're coming in so clear and that you manifested him so clear like I mean, I we're, we've been friends for a long time, but you know, you see, I see on Instagram, I'm like, oh, you're in love, oh, you're pregnant, and I'm like, oh, I'm coming to Costa Rica, I'm gonna get the deets on this. Oh, yeah, the deets, <laughs> you know. And it's just, I met up with her in the town. She's just coming around, all beautiful. She's like, let's just walk by the beach. There's a place I want to go eat, so we go go by towards the place. She's like, oh, this is my friend. Hi, hey, and she's like, hey. So we're talking with the friend, we're watching the sunset. And She's like, oh yeah, like. This is my son's father's other baby mother. We're doing the retreat together. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, wow. Oh, well, that's interesting. And I'm like, so, okay. I'm seeing immediately coming in that the the energy field is very different here. And the energy field is love and, like, hippy-dippy and island and simple. And it's just so beautiful. And I'm so happy for you. Thank you.
2: That's a long story that I'm gonna tell y'all at some point on a different platform, but I'll give you the fast version. My child's father and I didn't work out. He can't be in the picture. However, my child's father's other baby mother, they have a three year old and I love him. And me and her decided to partner up and make money together and serve people together and also assist each other in raising our children. Our relationship is like non romantic at all, but. It completely defies all paradigms. Technically I'm supposed to hate her. Mm. At some point she was supposed to hate me. When me in when she was seeing me in love with her ex partner, I'm sure it was like hard, but at the same time she was happy that her son was getting the love and nourishment that he needed from another woman. And now that I don't have a relationship with my child's father, like because that won't work. And that's I'll speak to that briefly. Our relationship didn't have to die. But it's it's just Jay-Z always say there's a million ways to get it, choose one, and this is one. And to me, I think there's this concept of like, I gotta hate her. And I'm like, fuck that, I could get money with her or I don't really care for him but like we still need to raise these our children. What if, our, <laughs> what if siblings? our siblings like
0: can love one another and feel supported and, by the women in their life and they're and, both boys, right? Yes. And boys need to see two strong women, their mothers, those female figures in their life come together. I mean, it's so They really
2: boys need to see men.
0: They need to they do. They, they need do. to see men and right now
2: where we are in the vibrational frequency in the world, especially in land like this that's matriarchal, like all of the people from Bree here and all over, and as black melanated women, as indigenous women, we are matriarchal. Like we come from a matriarch society and like, I'm not gonna get anybody fucked up and not make them believe that I didn't want the white picket fence, the fucking shiny rock and the the husband with no kids and it's just us. But that's not what I got Mm -hmm. because my child chose me and he chose his dad Mm -hmm. and he chose her and that little boy. So it's what it is, you know what I mean? And it's also been a testament to, you know, choosing her and choosing how we choose to, at this point, co-parent and, you know, co-work and co-create, and then it got to a point where me and him couldn't co-work, co-create, co-exist. And to all the women out there, I just want to let you know, you don't have to settle. I think the hardest thing for me was like, oh my God, like, I want my child's father in their life. I want but if the child's father is fucking draining you and not making you feel like your highest vibratory self, it might be time for a cord cut in that situation and that's what was there for me. And I think it's really important that we let go of that fairy tale and that narrative because this will be book speeches years down the line, but the situation that I I was in with my child's father was very beautiful, very powerful, but very temporary. Mm. And we got together so that he could bring me to this place to raise my child and feel comfortable and free and to give me a child. And that is it. And a bunch of baby daddies. And gifts you
0: and give you a community.
2: So, you know, I could hold on to the idea of what we supposed to be and become the baby mama that's like, I want this and I want to. Or I can utilize this beautiful land this beautiful woman he brought into my field, this beautiful child he brought into my field, and this beautiful baby that I get to raise and do how I want. So let go of that picture. Mm-hmm. Like that was the biggest thing for me was letting go of that picture. And that's, that's what I had to do with my career. When that ego death takes place, who am I? Bitch, you, Mm -hmm. that's who you are. Mm -hmm. Why is this happening to me? Why isn't it happening Mm -hmm. to me? To be clear, like I was abandoned by my child's father at 10 weeks pregnant. He didn't want anything to do with me or my child because I didn't want the relationship. And that was fucking hard. But at the same time, as a woman, I had to say, what vibration am I sending to this baby? Like, What am I sending off to this baby? Am I telling him that he's worthy? that we need to fight for his love, that we need to give all this energy to someone else? Or do I say, look, let's hone this in. He don't want to be here right now. Let's love each other. Mm -hmm. And that's what I had to do. And I would do it again. So to the women out there that are like fighting someone to fucking love them, to show up, to daycare, to care, to give a fuck, to pay. No, like my peace. I can't speak for everyone, but the peace that you have when you decide, all right, this is us, is really a beautiful power because you're also allowing the baby who's connected with another realm to decide and choose who's in his life. So my baby chose to have like four different daddies. <laughs> um, you've been here, you see all the, someone cooks, one helps me, tucks me in, one's massaging me, one's paying for shit. Like the support that shows up for you. When you let go of, it's kind of like the money that shows up for you, right? When you stop worrying about the bitch ass job that you had at the office with With Rebecca, with Rebecca and the coworkers, you don't stay up. Like you know, you're like, oh shit, I got a podcast coming in here. I got influencer work coming in here. I got this little side hustle. I can do hair. I didn't know that, you know, because you're opening yourself up to a new way to receive. So when I decided to really just accept that, okay, this man is not who can be my child's father right now. I'm not going to fully close that door, but right now it's a hell no. I was able to really see the support and love around me. And you know, we have those days where we look on Instagram and this bitch just posted her fucking Range Rover, her fat ring, and her cute little yeah. and her matching kids. <laughs> and I'm like oh, I'm like, oh my God, I'm probably gonna have she a She got the whole set.
1: i got prob- the whole set
2: from the same fact. Like, I'm probably gonna have a baby daddy from two different countries. Like, how is this possible? But look, the baby is choosing.
1: Let them guide. You know what? Like, it reminds me that I remember when I got pregnant, and I called my really good friend, my best friend, who I call for, like, really serious things because she doesn't judge me. And, like, she was going to give me the, the honest answer. My Pisces best friend, Shawnee, who is a little bit older than me, and she has three girls, and she's a single mom. And I sat on the phone with her, and I was like, bitch, I'm pregnant. And, she, and I was, like, also telling her, like, simultaneously a story about my baby daddy disrespecting me and, like, calling me a hoe or some stupid-ass shit. She was like, well, that's what he thinks of you. Mm-hmm. If he said that, that's what he thinks of you. And if you have a baby, he's still going to say those things and he's still going to think that about baby. you. Do you still want to have a baby? And I remember thinking, she's right. And I was like, but, mm-hmm. but, like, okay, I'm going to have the baby probably. I was still unsure, but I was like, but, at least maybe there's a chance that, you know, I was like, but, you know, I had. I remember consciously making the decision to cling to this idea, this fairy tale of Mm. this person, who I knew exactly who the fuck he was, but yeah. And I'm looking back, and like, probably from that point, it took me two, three years to break to to, for him to move out of my house Mm. with a bunch of trauma happening within that time.
2: Oh, this nigga got two months.
1: But like sometimes <laughs> as women we're so we're clinging to that idea so much we waste and then after we get moved out I probably kept fucking the nigga for 3 yeah. years for you know what I'm saying like it's just the trauma we inflict on ourselves by not honoring ourselves and that made tr- like that we are that in tune and that we really do be knowing yeah. and but we're so still connected to this like western idea of this fucking white picket fence and this like
2: f- matching set of a family and and don't so and i always like to remove but and do and mm-hmm. like cuz but to me is like such a like word but like and and i still want the white picket fence right. but it might have a vanilla girl and a chocolate boy mm. you know what i mean it might have two different dads it might have we live here and there it might just be a different picket fence your
0: picket fence might be some coconut trees
2: yes or exactly hey, boom. i
1: have six dads in the household you don't know who mm. like mom's community
2: yeah. yeah that's my dynamic right now is that i have i have a lot of community and you know it's very easy to get in the space of oh my gosh I don't I don't have the dad and then I'm also having someone come, I'm downstairs, someone's cooking for me, someone's cleaning my house. I have people like showing up, like, hey, let me help you with this. And you have to open your eyes to what's showing up around you because that's God, spirit, divine creator, omnipresent, whatever you want, Jah, whatever you want to call God, that's saying, Hey, that didn't really work for you. So I'm giving you these other things, like appreciate them, mm-hmm. you know? But yeah, when people show you who they are. You really have to believe them. But every woman has their own journey. Some women wait 10 years. Some women wait 15 years. Yeah. and Some women cut the cord immediately. And that was, I was a cut the cord immediately.
1: I wish, I mean, I can't wish, but that I see the value in being so clear that you're able to do that because sometimes you just draw out the trauma that may, it's just, it's too much. But
2: it's, it's a lot of, so it's a lot of, looking at what's in front of you instead of what should be when i woke up this morning in your beautiful villa thank you for having me after a night of laying next to you right <laughs> and there's a beautiful man in the kitchen making us food shirtless but- and we're moving and we're gonna have to wrap this up yeah because <laughs> yeah. he's eating right we're gonna be eating soon yeah. but yeah when you look at what it is instead of what it should be it, it's good you always see that it's good but I'm really excited to raise children here, and I'm excited for you too to bring your children here. And I'm old, like 33. I'm having my first child at 33. That's not old, but I felt like it was the perfect time. And I felt ready. Like, the situation isn't perfect, but it's beautiful, mm-hmm. and it's beautiful.
0: Even the situation that's perfect ain't perfect. Yeah, it's not. Let me tell you, it's not.
2: One thing that I can say is that my baby was wanted. When I told my child's father that I was pregnant, the response was tears, joy, excitement. And the biggest deal for me was that I didn't want to share my pregnancy with anyone that was like, well, how's that going to work? Well, what are you going to do? Like, well, well, uh, whoa, whoa, mm-hmm. get the fuck away. Mm-hmm. Like, I was so excited and I'm still so happy everyone laughs at me in my yoga classes. I'm like, I'm just, I'm tearful all the time because I'm so happy to be a mom. I'm so excited to embark on this journey and... The core cut was important to me because I didn't want anyone in the field who didn't have that same energy.
0: Mm-mm. You can yeah, no, it's important. Yeah. You are Mama Bear.
2: Mama Bear. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
0: Hi. Hey, hey so mm-hmm.
2: And so he's going to learn how to surf at like 2, God willing, and swim at like 3 months and I'm excited for y'all to get y'all kids here cuz oh, they yeah. free.
1: Me and Erica were like, so you're just co-parenting, because that's what we already do. Yeah, we're already um, co-parents. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> can we like, recruit maybe two or three of your baby daddies? And like maybe we can do stuff. We can contribute.
2: <laughs> it's important, I think, to have a balance of masculine and feminine support around. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, like a part of the reason that I was drawn to this space was that there was a lot of men that were really comfortable in their sexuality and being around women and being platonic, but also being intimate. Intimacy is really important. I'm a hugger, kisser, snuggler, but that doesn't mean we gotta be sleeping together, you know? And I really wanted my children to grow up in a space that they could see that. But yeah, it's nice, and no, y'all can't handle, y'all find your own baby daddies, all right? I source, the locally source, <laughs> Local source organically grown. <laughs> or you could be a baby
1: daddy source and doula. You Yeah. Can, yeah.
2: Can,
0: can, can you source yeah,
1: some like local baby guys I we're can. coming back soon? Yeah, I can. I can. <laughs> they can learn how to surf. You know, like I got someone for that. Okay, maybe maybe some someone who ombre who owns own horse or two. Okay, <laughs> just send
2: me your wish list. Okay, well, all right. But I do think like the male collective needs some help right now. Um, I'm not like fuck men or anything like that. I love men. I like who I love men, but you know, over the last 10 to 15 years, women have really been diving into mm-hmm. like self-love and self-healing, particularly black women and talking about our worth and value and I think that men are really trying to figure out what their role is right now in the whole paradigm of mm-hmm. the reality like you know because women are actually at a space where we don't need them at all we for evolve, many
0: evolving they, that there's almost trauma in that for them and it's like they, they need to heal from it and I, actually I was talking to Zach about this yesterday and saying that like men do they need a place they need a self healing place to go where mm-hmm. they can Working on work on it yeah, where they can come together and do man shit not, they're not gonna do the type of shit we do you yeah. know what I mean cause they're different yeah they are different you know and but you know there is a balance and just like women have masculinity men have femininity and I feel like women are allowed to tap into that a lot more than than men both mm-hmm. sides and it's I feel it here, though. I see that there is, it seems as though the men here feel a little bit more, they've surrendered more. I think especially because of the environment. This is They ama- Them niggas still lost. I know. I know. <laughs> they lost. Trust me. I saw one yesterday. <laughs> I saw the nigga yesterday. But I do feel like when you come to nature, inevitably, you kind of do have to surrender no matter what mm-hmm. in some way. You know? Yeah, you do.
2: Because like I was telling y'all last night, like when I first got here, my sound bowls broke. That's how I made money. My laptop broke. That's how I made money. I just got my phone. My phone got taken. Like I mean, even
0: last night, girl, you you had a night. You had a, a day. Yeah, yesterday. my power went out.
2: Okay, so we're in Puerto Viejo, Limon. When people come here, they're like, "This is Wakanda." All these black people. This is amazing. Soursop, mangoes, locks. A black person surfing. All these things that they get like super duper duper excited about, and then. You know, they're like, I'm gonna buy land here because buying land here is quite accessible. They're like, you know, I'm gonna live here. I'm gonna bring my kids here. And I'm like, okay, mm, I think you need to stay down for a little bit longer because you think you want this, but then nature is unpredictable. Trees fall, knock out power lines for days at a time. You run out of water. You know what I mean? Days go by where you don't have Wi-Fi. The bank systems are different. So I definitely think that we should never be like colonizers basically. You know them niggas come and they be like, let's gentrify this yeah. bitch. Like, you let's got one, let's make it, let's fix it. Yeah, let's let's fix it. I'm so t
1: down here, ASAP.
2: <laughs> yeah, everything, right? So the first thing that you can do is just respect and connect with the land. Cause that's why we all here is because of the dirt, the soil, all that stuff. And call me a hippie, talk about my armpits, whatever, but I'm connected to the land and the land tells me what I need to do and when I need to slide and whatever. So I really encourage anybody where you go, like spend some time there, figure out how you can add and enrich the community before figuring out how you can take to it. And within that flow, you'll always be blessed and abundant. But here, listen, it's a, different, it's a different beast. I got to five months pregnant and I was like, look, I need fucking AC and Uber and Uber Eats and Chick-fil-A and Chick-fil-A. Don't cry. Oh yeah, but I wanted all those things but I love it here it's it's definitely a great place to be pregnant you could be naked a lot you could swim in the ocean you could surf you could still hike and do you
0: want me to fry you some chicken?
2: I would love you to fry me some chicken
0: she fried fried chicken in our last I want fried chicken (laughs) I actually have
2: a chef coming over to my house tonight from Philly this girl
0: Oh, that's fancy. Yeah, no.
2: It's people just like to take care of pregnant women, and I'm allowing it. Like I get sad all the time when I think that soul is due October and uh, late October. Shut up. Like I love, I want to meet you, dude. But I'm still enjoying the perks of being embarazada.
0: Oh yeah. Well, you're gonna get those perks for a little while. Like, <laughs> you have a newborn. It's when they become like around like five, where people don't give a fuck. About oh five. More like they, three. Yeah. But also, yeah. Also, you're gonna people will love you, but they're just gonna they're gonna take care of him more than you. Yeah. At first. yeah. Okay. You become like yeah. secondary. Oh, your soul's secondary. mom. Oh, hi. No, they'd be like, Oh, hi. <laughs> yeah, I did not even acknowledge you. I'd be like, Hi, hello. Where's yes. where's
1: uh where's, soul? where's Like, hi. Oh, you're
0: here. But where's your child? <laughs> oh, no. yeah it's okay. disappointment so just get ready to not be like I and mean, you're gonna be cared for regardless adjacently soul's gonna be number one though <laughs> i'm excited to meet him i, I am staying too. there for a long longer though bro i can't wait to you are such a beautiful pregnant woman thank you you make me want to be pregnant again I'm not, i love just, being because you know what I it looks good stuff. to be pregnant in the jungles i yeah. know i was like is this what pregnancy look like huh <laughs> I, mean, maybe I was like approach, i didn't wear bathing
2: suits approaching pregnancy here is a little <laughs> different though because like you know we can't get things so easily so like making a registry gave me like intense anxiety because mm-hmm. I'm like where am I gonna put the fucking stroller how is it gonna get over the terrain here like
1: <laughs> yeah they have the, sh- the terrain strollers yeah I'm looking at
2: those and all those things but I also just took a break from doing all baby stuff for a month and just to focus on my retreats oh my god and, you have
0: to cause you yeah. become obsessed and, and honestly obsessed. most of the no. shit you think you need you don't need you'll get anxiety you'll get yeah. more anxiety about it cause you're just overdoing Probably. it yeah. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for that. It's very basic.
1: It's a really lot like it. the baby figures it out. Everybody figures it
2: out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you don't need that much special shit for a baby.
0: Yeah. I'm. You got your of, titty. You, you got that, the baby. Did you buy the Frida Snot thing? No. no. But People do, do that. People boundary. like put their it. whole mouth
1: over around a baby's nostril and no. close one. and... So, like but what? Ew! No. Oh no, no! no
0: Wait, no. there's the bulbs though. Yeah, but some of this, those do not really work. Mm, I mean, they they did work actually. When we we're kids. Those shit works. Yeah, I got the bulbs. Well, there was an updated version. Frida came out with. And Frida I had to check it ass out, ass. and I was like, I was doing this, and I was like, I can't. What am I fucking doing? What the fuck am <laughs> I? is your baby? Bait, hold bitch. <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, Mo, thank you so much for coming on Thank you so much for having me. Where can our listeners find you? Tell them about your retreats,
1: all your courses you have coming up. Tell them where they can learn more about Mo and your healing.
2: Okay, one real quick, though. Do y'all have one piece of advice for me each when becoming a mom? Because y'all are doing the mom thing really good. So...
1: That's my advice. Someone told me, you know, people have a baby and then they, they the baby becomes the whole world. She's like you have a baby and the baby just jumps into your world okay. and you keep going. All right, I like that. And also that the baby
0: doesn't break easy, don't worry. Okay. Don't be afraid to apologize to your child mm. and man, just it they always tell you go so fast. It's beautiful. And it fucking does. It really, really, really like, does. It really does. So just try to, and you know what? You're such in a beautiful place to really be present. Thank and you. And in your spirit, I know that you're just a present person, so you're not gonna have a lot of trouble with that. But just be as present as you can, because I blinked and my daughter is six, and I'm like, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna blink and she's gonna be thirteen. Yeah, they're tall and they're not little anymore. And it goes. I got a so little hard. one. You can. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's I true. would say, like, everyone's going to have an opinion, but you are fiery as fuck, so I'm not worried about... Oh, we about, shut that shit down I'm not early. worried about
2: that part. Already, <laughs> people with about my birth, about the amount of ultrasounds I'm getting, about the food, about my... You got five. minimal ultrasounds? Yeah, so I'm doing two. Yeah, because I saw the baby like this, and I was like, oh, no, he don't like this, so... <laughs> But no, that was the research that I did. But yeah, people have something to say about everything and- and It never stops. Yeah, okay. So that's not after the person is out of my body either. No, it
0: keeps going. All right, so y'all can
2: find (laughs) me at IamNurseMo.com. That's where I have self-paced workshops for, my work is for black women, I'll be clear. Like everybody is welcome. My work is for black women who really need to stop trying to achieve, get certifications, and just decide I'm enough. So that's who my work is for, and it's iamnerbsmo.com. I have coaching there. I no longer do one-on-ones at the moment because I'm focused on my energy. In my pregnancy, uh, I am Nurse Mo dash reconnect, or just to my website is where you can find my retreats. Um, we're sold out for 2021, but 2022 uh, we'll be doing more. In 2023, I'll be doing Mommy and Me's. Hey. Um, and then my Instagram is at I am Mo. If y'all don't fuck with me at all, all good you can still support me and my brand and put money in my me and my baby's pocket you can go to luminous energy collective on instagram and there's a team of 15 healers and coaches that work under me from my teachings um that can serve you and hold space for you i love (laughs) y'all
1: thank you i love you love you too welcome to la ungla uh, I'm never leaving. We're, we'll be back. I think I'm a jungle woman now, you guys. You need to get your pit hair. I mean, not yet. By the time I come back, I'm going to grow it back. So when I come back, I slide right in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, Mo. And um, you God. know where to find us. Make sure you check out this episode on Patreon because we are in the jungle. It looks really sexy and good dewy. And we're in our we and and we're in bikinis. bikinis. Ooh. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> Check us out on Patreon, but you have to go to ww.patreon backslash good And we'll see you
0: guys next week. Bye. Bye.